episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. Did you know there's an easy way to help support the podcast and keep the show going? Buy Me a Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do is show support with a few taps by leaving a little tip that's just like buying me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is, you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk and keep blocktalk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at michaelblocktalk, on Twitter at blocktalknyc, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. know what drag race will be asking santa for this christmas a new script writer the winners were tasked to take a trip to santa school for girls in the latest miss of an acting challenge but was anyone able to act their way out of santa's sack it's time to talk all things drag race all star seven and joining me is someone who has been notoriously on santa's naughty list since the day they were born spectra electra how are you what an introduction. I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm great. Is it accurate or not accurate? What, what, what's the, the verdict there? It depends on who you ask, but that's a story. Exactly. For See? Time. Well, All Stars 7. We are maybe in the home stretch. I don't know. What, th- this, this nicety of a season, it, it feels like we could have we gone with like eight episodes and been fine. Yeah, I feel like, especially like with the format that they have I feel like it's very hard to tell when you're like nearing the end because yeah. like you know normally like you know the girls dwindle down and then like as it gets to be less and less you're like okay cool like you know we're in the home stretch like you know this is you know like top three top four whatever but like now I'm just kind of like like where are we what's happening like it's very yeah. hard to like really get a bearing of like how far along we are yeah, and again, there's no drama, which is fine. I'm not saying Drag Race needs drama all the time, but the stakes are just so low. Yeah, like, it feels like they're just all just, like, hanging out and, like, having a good time, which, like, isn't a bad thing, but it's just, like, it's very different. It is. It's a, if it's a different feel, and I'm sure that will change when we get back into the normal season. Hopefully. Hopefully. Oh, I can't wait for that season. It's going to be fun. Oh, absolutely. All right, let's dive into it. Um, the rematch was on, and Trinity is now part of the two-star club. Uh, she also wants to be called the Hollywood Walk of Fame because apparently she likes to be walked all over. Okay, some of these girls are really dumb. Um, Jada has three stars now. She has a fantasy that she would be the first and only queen with three stars. Being delusional pays off sometimes. Good for I her. Agree. I was like, I agree. I was like, I've been there. I've done that. Yeah. Now Jada reminds Trinity that had she not been blocked by Shay, she would have three stars right now. Uh, but that was just so week one. Um, I guess the blocking is the most drama filled thing we're going to get this season. It, it's working in a sense. I feel like sometimes it works, but like sometimes it doesn't. Like I really laughed. Um, I think it was last week when um, Jinx was like, oh, don't you wish you would block someone else because you they found out it was a sewing Exactly. Challenge. So, you know, there's there's only, like, obviously, like, they don't know what the next challenge is going to be. So there's only, like, so much, like, strategy they can use. But, like, exactly. I feel like 
the pattern of like just blocking you know whoever's been like on the rise or like whoever like did like you know the third best that week that kind of seems to be the pattern yep well evie returns and sits next to her good sis trinity trinity's gonna say that she blocked her because she and jada had two stars and neither of whom have been blocked yet so with jada unavailable she had a block gv evie evie finds it legit and will take it up to the handle because evie's just that kind of girl love that for her trinity said it could have been jinx but she's been blocked already more than shay's eyebrows which i thought was a very funny um uh read from miss shay Coulay. but jinx is like but really like just don't look at me no blocking no blocking now the queens are going to discuss the star count and how they will make a path to the finale mathematically they believe that they need to be in the top twice more i did not go to school for math i went to school for theater so i don't do math either um i don't know if this is accurate but i'm going to take their word at it well i guess because if if you have one star you would need at least three and then if you have two you need at least one more but even if you have two if you got two more then that would give you four then that would give you the most stars overall so like the math makes sense but the idea that they need to like be in the top twice more like i don't know how plausible that is right i mean the math does make sense but also they're not remembering that it's two people getting a star each week potentially so it's it's a little harder than just oh two ends each uh not not quite the same um but yeah shay not believing those numbers are gonna be good for her monet wants to win every week and um go go gadget mask symbols cool I love um, Inspector Gadget. Anytime we make a reference to Inspector Gadget, I'm here for it. And you're like, what's that? I'm too young. No, I know Inspector Gadget. I love Inspector Gadget as a kid. Did you see the movie with Matthew Broderick? The, yes. I was like, wait, I was like, I'm like, which version am I thinking of? Because I feel like he's had so many different versions. I think there was, there were, uh, there were two versions. One with Matthew Broderick and one with French Stewart, which was not so good. And there was also the cartoon. There was like a cartoon. Well, of course, cartoon. Of course. Yeah. Well, it is a new day, and Monet did not get the black and white or white off-white memo. Um, it's apparently now the Everybody versus Monet Alliance. But the alarm sounds, and they're going to get a little Christmas message because um, Rue tells them it's the most wonderful time of the year. And no, no, not Halloween. I know one of your absolute favorite holidays. Yeah, I was like, I was like, Christmas is up there, but Halloween takes the cake. Sorry, Rue. For this week's Maxi Challenge, they will be starring in a soon-to-be cult classic, Santa School for Girls. And when Rue says cult, she means cult of one herself. Because that shit was bad. It's part Christmas movie, part horror film, part Mean Girls, and it came to Rue in an ayahuasca dream. Spectre, what's come to you in an ayahuasca dream? Um, I don't know, but this acting challenge is going to haunt my nightmares. Oh, sure it is. Uh, Trinity, as the winner last week, will be in charge of assigning roles. Uh, Rue will also reveal that they will be working with herself and extra special guests, Judge, the writer and director of Zola, Janice Sabravo. Uh, I am unfamiliar with her before this episode, and she's a she's a smart cookie. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, I feel like that happens like a lot of these guest judges. Like, they hype them up, and I'm like, who is this person? Yeah. Um, I feel like some of the queens did know who she was, and then you had Jinx being like, this is acting. I'm just going to smile and nod and pretend I know who this is. 
<laughs> like she does most weeks. It's true. Well, Trinity wants this movie to be Oscar worthy, not straight to DVD. Um, do we even get DVDs anymore? Do they still exist? When was the last time you bought a DVD? I, I don't know. I can't. I feel like if anything now, it should be like straight to Blu-ray because I feel like right. one's trying like, like you know, it's same shit, different font, but like. Let's be I, real. Straight to streaming. That's what it is. Yeah, literally. Well, some of our roles include Nut Megan Kelly, the headmistress who is a Christmas traditionalist. Um, there's something sinister about her. And Vivian's going to read one single line. We want to make Christmas great again. That didn't age well, did it? No, no, it did not. It was a different time last summer when they were filming. Yeah, but I will I will say though, I feel like it's the the irony in that they're like, oh, like she's very sinister, and they have that line in there. I was like, yep, that mm-hmm. tracks. Yep. We have Miss Toe, who is the cool teacher. Noel is the open-minded, unique yet funky dressing new girl we have the naughty girls including scrooge who is a goth girl with a rizzo attitude and hannah the nerd of course the nice girls are going to be mary the leader and a regina george type holly the shopaholic and joy the dumb one who is always last to get the jokes and trinity is the last to get the no nog egg joke so she assigns joy to herself thanks for that assist raja um trinity is going to make a list to place everyone where they want so Jada wants Hannah or Joy. Jinx wants Headmistress Nutmegan or Miss Toe. Shay says Noel. Vivian says Nutmegan. Raja wants Scrooge. Okay, so there's some variety. So people are going to be happy. Trinity's going to give Vivian her pick since she let her pick the fabric first. She's going to be Nutmegan. Trinity will be Joy. Shay is Noel. Jada is Hannah. Evie is Mary. Raja is Scrooge. And since Nutmegan is taken, she's going to give Jinx Miss Toe. But wait. Wonder Twinner Power Activate. Monet's got something to say. Now, I wasn't sure if this was editing or if Monet just didn't say anything until this moment. Mm. She never expressed what she wanted. No, she didn't. I don't know. That, I feel like, but also it could have just been that like Monet was fine with whatever. Because I feel like, I don't know, I feel like sometimes in like acting challenges, like there's definitely like certain roles that like people don't want. Yeah. Or like, you know, like there's big, there's bigger roles and there's smaller roles, like as far as like lines are concerned. But I feel like this acting challenge specifically was like very evenly spread between like all the characters. Yeah. Everyone had their own existence and arc. Um, it's interesting because I just did the Drag Race France uh, recording last night, which was also an acting challenge um, where that one was like two big parts and everyone had a cameo. Yeah. This one's a little different. Well, Monet knows that Jinx will do well as Miss Toe, but she's won three challenges and has two stars, so she's just not going to let her have three. Trinity will say, let's give them an audition. Um, I mean, Jinx really wins this, but alliances are alliances, so Trinity will give Monet Miss Toe, and Jinx will play Holly. Um, How would you have taken if you knew you were the better actress for the role? I mean... I definitely would have felt a certain type of way, but I feel like Jinx knew it was coming. Yeah. Like, she's not delusional. Like, she knows that, especially when it comes to an acting challenge, like, she's a threat. Yes. Um. So I think that she knew, regardless of how the audition went, air mm-hmm. quotes, emphasis on the air quotes, uh, that she wasn't going to get the role that she wanted. 
Right. Now, what role would you have wanted? Mm, I don't know. I feel like they were all like, really fun you know and like mm-hmm. I said it's like I feel like there really weren't any like big roles or like small roles like everyone had like a pretty like even spread um but I feel like I know I feel like I would have taken like the jinx mentality I'm like no matter what I get like I'm gonna have fun with it and like it really doesn't matter because like you said there's no stakes yeah I I feel like if I were to cast you I would probably put you in Evie's role as the Regina George type mm. I was gonna say Evie's role or um or Raja's because I liked the the little Halloween reference that she was like hoarding Halloween decorations. Yeah, that would work. That, would that work. was fun. That makes sense. All right. Vivian is going to take Miss Toe as a transatlantic Hollywood star like Faye Dunaway as Joan Crawford, the headmistress with an evil side. It's fitting. And she's been dreaming of playing this role since she was four years old. So I guess the Vivian's always been evil. She has the face for it. She does. And she stole a crown from someone. So she's she's got the the resume for it too justice for ddc it's time to learn some lines and get ready and shay likes her role though i think she picked a bad role once again she's the straight character but she's gonna find the nuances i just don't get shay i don't get it i I, is she picking this stuff on purpose or is she afraid to play something different i don't know i feel like she played the role well like it made sense for her but it was it felt very flat it was it's it was the same with the mama bear. There was nothing to it. She played the straight man in the in the scene. She, yeah, I want to see her explore and play and play something crazy. Like I would have loved to see what she would have done with um, the Scrooge part, just because it's not her. Yeah, I mean, or even um, I feel like she she could have done really well. I'm like I'm gonna forget all the names. So I'm just gonna refer to it as the queens. Um, the the part that Evie had, like the Regina George type, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, choices, choices, choices. Uh, if she does not get to the end, I'm going to actually have to blame her for her choices. Yeah. All right. Well, Shay can see Raja as a totally 90s grunge in her part. We're going to get gothic Raja. Raja describes the role as Nancy from The Craft and Lydia from Beetlejuice. She wanted this role because she didn't need a ton of lines, but she likes a look. She's a professional eye roller, and the characters might actually be eight different girls she had a crush on in high school. Um, yeah, this makes sense. This makes sense that this was Raja in high school. Yeah, that this absolutely it tracks. Um, yeah, have you ever seen um, like the yearbook that that yearbook picture of like Jeffrey Star in high school? No. Okay, when you have a second, look up. I'm sure if you just look up like Jeffrey Star in high school, uh-huh. um, it's you know Jeffrey Star like pre plastic surgery, obviously, but like spiked black hair, like thick like black eyeliner. Oh no! And, like this is quite literally like what I'm imagining. Raja is like thinking of like this like that's she was that girl. Yeah. Um, in high school, huh? Now I see if I can find this picture. What um, What was your senior year high school photo like? Um, so we had, um, like very, um, we had like senior portraits, so, like everyone mm-hmm. wore like suits, um, yeah, and like the girls wore like dresses and everything. Um, mine was I don't know, just like baby faced, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, but looking even more like a baby than I do now. Like when I clean shave now, I'm like, oh, I have a baby face. But then like, I look back at myself from like high school clean shaven and I'm like, that's a cabbage patch kid. <laughs> Like, I feel like that's, like, the best way to describe it is I'm, like... That's fair. That's fair. You know? But, hey, I was, like, 
I was a child, so it makes sense. Also, I need to show you this picture because I found it. It was first thing. <gasps> no. And the pencil thin eyebrows. No. Someone let him out of the house that way? No. That's terrifying. But my favorite part about it, though, is the fact that, like, he has, like, that hair and, like, that makeup and then the navy blue suit and black tie. Yeah, it's 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 peacock realness on top and i'm forced to wear this suit boy on the bottom bottom. Mm -hmm. yeah school on the bottom oi wow well evie and jada discuss how this is such a tight race down to the last star jada can see the way to the top but she knows there are really good actors in this group she has to keep her ass right and her mind will eventually follow or saying something like that Trinity is going to check in on Jinx and Trinity will attempt to explain that she tried to give everyone what they wanted and Jinx is going to claim that she's not bitter and she just needed to breathe through getting none of the roles she wanted. I love a backhanded shade. That was so fun. She's like, fuck you, Trinity, but I'm fine. uh, But like the thing is, though, is like, that's so Jinx though because she's like, fuck you, but also like she could have the tiniest role and still make it so fucking ridiculous, which is what she did. Um, it's an even bigger challenge for her to shine in the role she didn't want. Trinity will try to be relatable and say she didn't know how small her role was, but yeah, let's go with that excuse. You're just dumb. You didn't, you couldn't play any other roles. Yeah, you're like, she thought, she's like, yep. She's like, this is typecast for me. Yep. I'm taking it. Jinx will make her lines the longest in the scene. She knows her skills and make the smallest character stand out. Cue the vocal fry. Mm-hmm. All right. It's Christmas on set, and when we arrive, it's time to see Rue and Janixa. Um, Janixa is a fan of all of them, and she can't wait to play with all of them. Um, some of her word choices are very suggestive, and I love that about her. She's, she's very fun. I enjoy her. Yeah. Shay and Viv are up first, and Viv has painted on the classic Hollywood brows that are not, in fact, moving whatsoever. Not an inch. Uh, but she gets to live her Joan Crawford, Crawford fantasy in her delivery. Um, and Shay is there. I don't know. Pink hair. I didn't get it. Her lines were boring. Yeah. I mean, I understand that, like, you know, she's supposed to be like the like the black sheep. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, she's supposed to be like, you know, the like the outcast. But I feel like she almost dressed a little bit too much. Like she was trying to be like, you know, the emo punk girl that like Raja was playing. Like right. I didn't get the pink and orange hair. Like I, di- I didn't get that whole yeah. choice. If you're going to go ginger, just be Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. I, yeah. I was like, <laughs> there it is. There it okay. is. Yeah. Yeah. Janix is going to tell Viv that she is magical and loves the way she is playing with her mouth, something Spectre hears often. Uh, but she wants the two of them to lose the air of the scene. Um, good luck with that one, because I don't think she got what she was trying to do. Yeah. Now, Rue is going to start laughing and gets Vivian fucked up, to which Rue is like, your ass is great and doing all the acting. I love this side of Rue because it shows that Rue can actually break the show sometimes. Like, yeah, I, Rue I th- can play along too. Yeah, I feel like we've been seeing this like more in like the recent seasons where like they're humanizing Rue a bit yes. more where it's, you know, it's it's less like of, you know, him being like, you know, the statuesque, like, 
you know, very like stone cold, like kind of judge that we're used to seeing. And we get to just see- say that, just say it, cult leader. <laughs> yes. I, I had this discussion with my good friend, Lindsay Kay. RuPaul is a cult leader and RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag Race is a cult. Um, and I am a follower of it, clearly. I mean, listen, but there's also, you know, like the, the cult fans, like, God, are they? They're bad. I can't do it. All right. Our next scene, we see Mary, Holly, and Joy, and they hail Santa, and Janixa wants unity from the nucleus. Spectre, do you still believe in Santa? Yeah, because I'm going to believe that a fat man breaks into my house and leaves me shit. If I wanted a sugar daddy, I could go and get myself a sugar daddy, but I'm not that kind of guy. It's true, it's true. Janixa wants them now to lose that unity in exchange for individual feelings. And the reactions are big, and Jinx is going to do the door, death door of doom. Um, that sound that came out of her mouth, I was like, that is the that is the sound that comes out of horror movies. Yeah, I the the whole um juxtaposition she had when like all of a sudden it was like she was like possessed. I was like, oh, this is great. I was like, I was I was having so much fun watching Jinx absolutely um yeah i think janixa here was very great i think she should direct all the time because she made some good moments out of crap yeah i mean absolutely evie loves her because of uh, her use of hippie words like energy divine and manifest evie had her evie had her 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 happy pills this morning Our next setup sees Monet in her dreads, which Rue loves. Um, I mean, they do look fierce. And Monet is going to play her character as Wumana, but Rue's like, use Monet voice. So no longer do Janice from the Muppets, but Monet, the hippie pot smoker. Makes sense. That Yep, that tracks. Trinity always plays dumb. Is it because she's dumb? But Rue wants her to try to be dumb and fun. Take pleasure in the absence. Um... That's something I think I'm going to tell some dumb queens that I know. Just take pleasure in it, in being so dumb. See, but like they would first have to realize that they're dumb. That's true. That's true. It's taken three seasons before Trinity's become self-aware. Is she though? I think she's aware that she's dumb. I think think she's now realized it. Yeah, I feel like she's finally like, I don't even know is so much that she's realized she's dumb. I think that she's just like has relaxed enough to realize it. That's fair. That's fair. I like that one. Um, now Jada, who also is dumb, but at least she's funny about it. Uh, she does nothing but stand there and look nerdy and gets complimented. God, I wish I can get complimented for doing nothing. That'd be great. Yeah. Jada was, Jada was very much there. Mm-hmm. Well, it's Roger's turn and she is dirty. Rue loves her swagger and Janixa wants her to be pointed in her lines and since this is a poorly written piece of art, it will take Janixa asking the queens if there is some joke to be had in all the double entendres. Does come do anything for them? I'm going to predict that we only saw maybe a minute of this, but they probably were making come jokes for 20 minutes before they can re- start refilming again. Yeah, I feel like there was definitely quite a bit that was left on the, the editing room floor there. I mean, come on. A bunch of adults joking about cum. That's that. That's funny. That sounds like a majority of Drag Race as a date. <laughs> yes, it does. Well, Rue thinks Paramount Plus will be calling for the series, but let's be real. Rue was not joking, bitch. Uh, this was all part of her plans for television domination. 
I, I don't think anyone is going to be beating down her door uh, for this Christmas script. Listen, if Drag Race makes Paramount Plus money, which it does, which there may or may not be a rumor that they're going to move all of Drag Race over to Paramount Plus. Um, why not try to just throw on multiple shows that 10 people watch? Because they'll still make money off of it. True. I mean, okay, let me let me rephrase that. I think the idea for the acting challenge is really funny. Like, you know, like the, I always love, you know, the, uh, uh, the genre crossovers, you know, like the murders, totally. like, mm-hmm. you know, and Christmas is a cult. So I feel like, like that'd be funny. I just was like, good idea, poor execution. There and it like, is. If I had a dollar for every time I've said that on this podcast specifically. <laughs> it's true. All right, it's runway day, and we have a coordinated entrance featuring Unison stepping and Jinx carrying Evie. What a time to be alive. And Jinx, um, I know Evie is a slight, slender young lady, but I would still break my back. That, 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 that's a man. That's a heavy man. They, I, they're all large men. Yes. Single one of them. Jinx is worried about not only what the judges are going to think, but she knows that half of the girls in the room would block her despite being blocked twice. Will they have pity on her this week? I ask another question. Do you think there will be a season of Drag Race where Mommy Dearest will not be referenced? I am triggered. I can't take it anymore. It's going to happen every season. You said I got used to it. Is it the gayest thing ever? Is Mommy Dearest officially the gay thing? Listen to the words that just came out of your mouth and think about. There are gayer things. I mean, I'll take Wizard of Oz references because at least that's good. That's fair. I was like, I. Yeah, you know, I would love to see like a Wizard of Oz like esque acting challenge. I feel like, you know, Rue would be a would do it in a heartbeat if they could get the rights to it, I'm sure. Okay, but they could definitely like. Just, oh, I think it would be brilliant. They could they could make it obscure enough that they could be like, we all know this is the Wizard of Oz, and you know that Rue is going to get in there and play the wizard. Oh, absolutely! Just like Rue's like giant bald head, like project <laughs> on a on a green curtain. Lovely. I'm shocked it hasn't happened yet. Listen, right. we're we're speaking it into existence. It's true. It's true. Jada is going to ask the Vivian if she understands what pussy popping is, and um. Miss Spectre, can you pussy pop? Um, yeah, it's like <laughs> depending on what shape my knees are in, but yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, are you a dancer or a mover? Uh, I'm a mover shaker. I move and things shake. There it is. There it is. Uh, Shay thinks that Vivian should pussy pop in the lipstick because she was so good in the challenge. And Trinity, meanwhile, took a sip of delusion and thinks she could be in the top as well. And Monet is helping her guzzle it down and telling her she had a small part, but she did really well. Did we watch the same thing? You know, I feel like watching the whole thing, it was like, it was really not, not to say it was hard to tell who did well. I feel like it was really hard to tell who did well in the others because there was just so much going on. It was so chaotic and it was very long. It felt like a very long acting challenge. These challenges are getting longer and longer by the season. Yeah, and like I feel like, and that's I, and same thing like what I was saying before is like there were no small parts, there were no big parts, so I feel like no one really like stood out as like a clear yeah. defined like top, and it was just kind of like they all did good and like they all did good mm-hmm. with like what they had, 
but it was really hard to like look and see like out of the people that did like the most good like who did the best that's fair that's fair trinity thinks monet did really well once she started to change her voice and raja had a blast filming she's excited to see it she will share that she's so excited that it's like when you have to pee and you reach your house keys but it's too late and you end up pissing yourself what yeah that made no sense does Raja piss herself? Is it because she's so old? You know, I was like, there definitely was a joke to be had there. And Raja's definitely, you know, did she sneak something onto set? Oh, absolutely. That was definitely in her writer. She said, if I don't get my wine, if I don't have my um, wacky tobacco, I am not doing the show. Well, no, she said, remember when she said during the, um, during the first sewing challenge, she was like, I need my glass of wine. She's like, I need my weed. She's like, I need to go zonk out for three hours. Then I'll be back and the creative juices will be flowing. That's fair. That's fair. That's true. Um, so maybe this is her off of everything. And that's what's making her go crazy. Mm, that awesome. That would make sense. Mm-hmm. Trinity will remind the group that two people have not been blocked. And Raja says they are shysty bitches. But saying that, Jada says that having three stars may be enough to get her into the top. And while they don't know for sure, she says what would be the point of blocking somebody if you think they're already in the top? She is campaigning. And I think in a way it's not a bad strategy here. Cause she's basically saying, why stop me when it's the other girls who are your competition right now? True. That does make sense. Because it's now being like, you're all fighting for three spots. Cause I'm already there. So why make it even harder for you later? But Monet, she's not buying it. She's not buying what Jade is selling. She has three stars. She can't get a fourth one. Evie will note that the other bitches at two stars can rise to three plus. And Trinity is like, the one stars can come in and get the next couple wings. And you know what? What about a twist? And as Trinity says, if you have three stars, it could be a twist like your ankle. We love a Tanya Harding reference. (sighs) That we do. Mm -hmm. Shay, go ahead. No, it's like, of course they're going to make a twisting. Like, regardless, I'm like, how many bitches have we had, like, be sent home because they get some sort of injured? So it's like, yeah. That's true. Shay will talk about if she were being chased by a serial killer, she would do that ingenue thing and do the girly run and say, no, stop it. Um, How would you react if you were chased by a serial killer? Let's be honest. I would be the serial killer. You would be the serial killer. If I I ever cast in a horror movie... I would be the killer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What horror franchise should Spectre Electra be in? See, I guess it depends because there's really two options here. Either A, I'm the killer or B, I'm the final girl. There's no in between. Oh, I see. I see how it is. Um, But I feel like I would have to be like one of those like slashers that like you don't know she's the killer until like the very end. So, because we're doing progressive movies now, you're going to be in the next Scream movie, aren't you? If only. Could you imagine? That'd be fun. I would I would love to see a Dry Queen horror movie. I feel like that'd be really camp. Yes, just be careful who is allowed to make that horror movie because um, it could be bad. That, just, just cut that out. Cut that part out. Don't talk about any ideas. <laughs> Well, Trinity will display the oops, I fell run, and Evie is going to be the killer here, very calm, and struts her way over to go kill Trinity. And it's like, that makes sense. This 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 horror film makes sense. Yeah, 
Trinity, yep. Trinity would, would be the first one to die. She would be, and then Evie would be the killer because why not? I would love no, but like imagine like her laugh like coming from like the distance. Uh huh. I mean, that it's a ringtone now. Of course. She got it really since it's a ringtone. <laughs> I hate that. Oh, well, it is runway time, and we've got Rue looking incredible. That black dress was magnificent, and the hair was perfection. This may be my favorite Rue look of the season so far. I feel like I've been saying that, like, every episode. I feel like Rue, like, as of late, like, every time, like, she steps out on that runway, I'm like, yes. Like, that pink floor gown with, like, Mm -hmm. the chain going down the middle stunning like every every week i'm like this is my new favorite look and then yeah zaldi's been turning it out now i didn't fully read the article but um according to an article on entertainment weekly zaldi admitted that the patchwork dress gown that rue wore last season was inspired by maddie morphosis i need to i need to find that article again because i know exactly which article you're reading but i need to see that with my own eyes i was like that can't be real you're saying you made that and you still sent that bitch home? Come on. That's just home. No, that's straightophobic. I was going to say, you can't, you can't call it. It's heterophobic. It's heterophobic, I guess. Wow. All right. We got Michelle Visage, Ross Matthews, and Janixa Bravo. Uh, we're going to do things a bit backwards. We are going to start with Santa School for Girls and then go through the runways and critiques. All right. We start off with the Vivian and Shay. They're seen, and it's all about the Vivian. Uh, she could have been acting alongside a cardboard plank and she would have been the star. There was nothing but her in the camera. Yeah, I feel like the Vivian had such a presence. Mm-hmm. I could have just watched her the whole time. Yeah, like I she- will say I hated any of the Donald Trumpisms, but it worked for her because you could hear her lean into that Snatch Game character. See, and I, I feel like, again... The, the Trumpisms made sense. One, because it was the Vixen. The Vixen, mm-hmm. Vivian, sorry. Um, but also because they're saying like how she has an evil side. Like maybe that's why she's the Christmas socialist because deep down, you know, her character is just a diehard, you know, white cishet Republican. There it is. All right, when the nice girls come in, it's Evie playing a role we've seen her do. Jinx being an actress and Trinity sucking and not understanding how to act. Uh, but yes, Jing's doing that demonic voice. Amazing. Yeah. You know, I almost, I feel like it would have been even funnier to have seen Jinx and Trinity switch roles. I mean, I think Jinx yeah. would have been fantastic in any role, but I think, um, I think Trinity was thinking too much about being dumb. I think so too. Um, is it possible that this was just a Republican propaganda video? Yep, there it is. Or was it a RuPaul propaganda video utilizing Hey Sis, It's Christmas? Remember when that was like the Rumix challenge for UK3? Oh, God. I wish I could forget. Yeah, poor Kitty. Kitty, you got robbed. We got to see you again soon, girl. I miss her. There's there's a lot of queens. I'm like, I need to see, we need to see them back on All Stars, like ASAP. Or a Verse the World season. (laughs) yeah, I was like, same <laughs> shit, different font. All right. We are really going to see the ending right away with Mary telling Megan about Miss Corn's pumpkins. We knew she'd be killing those hoes. 
Yeah, I feel like they they definitely gave it away. Yeah, like right. And not a plastic axe. They really did not just throw a plastic axe into this show. Uh, there's so much budget, and they really just went to Party City. They're like, "Yep, that they one. sure did." Mm-hmm. All right, I think. When we get to Monet, I think Diana Bob Ross would have been funnier than Bob Diana Ross. It just didn't flow off the tongue as well. Or maybe it was Monet. Yeah. No, I feel like it was it was it was just word vomit. Yeah, it didn't work. Um, but also her name is Camel Toe, the end. That's funny. Yeah, I was like, because I love how like it was Miss Toe, and I was like, okay, I was like, what is this like some like Versus like it could have been Miss L Toe. Nope, no, they went Camel Toe. Yeah. Good job. I like that. Um, have you ever given your boyfriend a frosty? I just I don't need to urban dictionary that. I'm like, what the, no, it's, it's going to Wendy's and buying a fr- chocolate frosty. Fair. They do they do have a strawberry one now, too. Got do off. they really? I would not eat that, but that sounds fun. You can make a Neapolitan of Frosties now. Oh, it I I tried it just to say I did. Um, and it was like like you know how there's like there's like like medicinal strawberry and there's like candy strawberry. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was more on like the medicinal side of strawberry. It was yeah. not no bueno. No. Um, Scrooge being short for Lisa, that was funny. I don't know why I laughed, but I thought it was just ridiculous. Yeah, that was just so dumb. <laughs> So I, as a theater person, uh, I have a dramaturgical note here. Maybe I missed it. Maybe I didn't. I'm not sure. When they discuss Miss Corn, Noel will say she heard Nutmegging call her into her office. But in fact, the bitch was already out the door. So plot hole? Maybe she left the door open and like heard her on the phone with her. Maybe she just heard the phone slapping from down the hall. Maybe, maybe. Because that bitch was not on screen true so, so that's just my dramaturgical note uh for when we bring this to broadway mm. oh, i'm broadway. sure i'm sure the producers are just beating down the doors <laughs> um santa is a cult leader yes yeah christmas is a cult mm-hmm. without a doubt uh satan santa um santa satan new thing um i'm sure someone is going to buy that picture from the show I'm sure it already exists. Mm-hmm. Someone, someone's cooking it up somewhere. Uh, so you had mentioned how this ran a little longer than we probably wanted. The part that I would have cut out completely was the whole voiceover part. It, the payoff was just not worth it. Yeah. It was too much. Like, honestly, I feel like they could have just gone like the, the scene in the office to have like Miss Toe's classroom and like, you know, we see her get murdered and then they could have just gone right to the, like the, um, the girls like hang out, like in their like room or whatever. Yeah. But like, it could have, it, I didn't think that it was too long. I just think it moved very slow. So that. Yes. The pacing was off. Yeah. Um, the planned parenthood line. Did not age well since filming. Oh boy, happy 4th of July, not. Yeah, it was like, I feel like that's been, that was the theme of this episode. It's like, wow, this did not age well. This is when I, w- I wish the show would have been like, 
this was recorded last year before the shit hit the fan. Yeah, if they pulled a cherry pie and they had a disclaimer before literally said that bitch is still doing it. I don't what is what is what is she thinking? She tried to make a comeback, right? Or well, she she's still trying to. She's still posting new shit, apparently. I wouldn't know. I just remember when she like first like made like the initial thing, mm-hmm. and then like someone told me about it. I'm like, she's trying to make a comeback. They're like, keyword is trying. I'm like, are yeah. people April Fools? That was her little stunt. Oof. All right. So Holly being a shopaholic is real. Uh, we all go into a lot of debt during the holidays. Um, what is going to be on your wish list this year, and what will you be getting me? Um, what's on my wish list? Um, a fucking break. Um, and what am I getting you? I don't know. Apparently after today, it's, it's the, the new microphone is needed. Apparently. Apparently I'll take a new mic. Um, have you ever been Elvira for Halloween? You know, I haven't, but we, we may or may not be seeing Spectra do Elvira very soon. Oh, that's fun. Now, obviously, the bloody axe under the cover is a red herring, and then we actually have a red herring. Dumb, but that's the actual campy John Waters style of camp that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Do that more. Yeah, I feel, but, and I feel like that's, it's not that it's easy to do, but I feel like if they like leaned into that more, like that would be funny. People would appreciate right. that. Because let's be honest, when it comes to drag and campy acting, it all stems from John Waters. Yeah, I mean, the good oh excuse me the good kind of camp correct uh then the lights are gonna go out and oh my god holly is dead who killed holly this was so dumb so dumb but you know what i feel like they were i feel like and again just like a tree was trying too hard to be dumb i feel like they were trying too hard to like play into like the stereotypical like horror movie tropes and doing it poorly yeah um now obviously in a lot of like horror movies murder mysteries whatever we do see scenes where like the lights go out and then magically the, the, the murderer gets their target. Is that factual? Is that a thing? Do, is that how, how often does it actually happen? Do we need to try test this theory out? I'm not saying I actually kill someone, but um, like you're saying like, like in horror movies, I mean like, yeah, I feel like in like in horror movies, like there's always like, I feel like I've definitely seen it done, but I feel like, it's now more so it's kind of become like that scary movie trope yeah where like you know it becomes like so ridiculous like i'm sure you know like the scary movie franchise mm-hmm. you know where like like we were talking about scream before and you're saying like you know we were saying trying to be the first one to die i was imagining um can't for the life remember what scream movie it was but that one scream movie um or scary movie where they referenced scream um and they had the girl running from ghostface um and she was like running in like slow motion and ghostface was like what the fuck is going on and like he stabbed her and like yeah. you know, her breast implant came out carmen electra but your mom. Like, what your mom could you imagine if that was actually your your mom carmen electra chris crystal's gonna come for you she's gonna oh oh but yeah, um, no, I know, I know what you mean. Like what? But yeah, but I feel like that's I feel like that's more so what's become. Like I feel like you don't actually see that like in horror movies anymore, but more so you see it in like the parody horror movies where they're like, trying to make fun of a horror movie and they're like lights go off, dead. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? We're gonna test the theory out. Um, I'll find a couple of people. Obviously, no one's actually gonna get murdered. It'll be, it's a, it's a theory. We're gonna test the theory out because you know, if I were the murderer and I did that, I would fucking probably trip. I would trip on nothing and not be able to kill my target. You would trip and fall onto the knife. There it is. That's how it is. Yep. <laughs> uh, th- speaking of silly things, the Vivian dressed as Santa. That was a no-no for me. That was terrible. That's awful. Um, also, Santa killing people. I'm sure he had a good reason. Was so Trumpian. It made my heart break. Again, I really think they were trying to make this like a, uh, you know, a like Santa. It was. It was. The the more I think about it, the more I'm like, I feel like this whole like Christmas cult thing, like they were really just trying to like like Santa is Trump and like yeah. they're they're like trying to make fun of like the, the cult following. Literally. Uh, um obviously the scent of gingerbread gave away um uh our killer. Um do you like gingerbread? Do you make gingerbread? Um I don't make gingerbread. I feel like I don't I like I'm a I'm a sweet cookie person, not really like okay. a a gingerbread person but like that was so dumb when like like yeah we know nutmeg goes in like that's like the main like spice that like goes into mm-hmm. like, red cookies but like that was dumb that was so stupid do, do, you, th- anyway. do you think maybe this holiday season spectra Alexa will expand her special cookies and have gingerbread special cookies <gasps> oh my god jesus this podcast is getting so unhinged of course it is it's, it's drag race i've always asked him i mean i'm just trying i'm trying no, marketing help there here we go i mean listen i'm glad you're trying to market but i'm like jesus i'm like how much is this gonna have to be cut <laughs> none of it um the pit crew was actually there we have not seen them at all this season but they were actually there in for one scene for 10 seconds oh shit you're right i like think they must get paid a handsome penny to just show up in underwear. What like what is what is what is the budget that they have for I don't know. For, Literally for at DragCon, the two of them, all the every panel that I went to, the because for the House of Love, they were trying to do it. They brought them out to just literally walk out on stage with a tray of House of Love handed to the Queens, showcase the underwear, and walk off stage. Good for they them. They got paid for this. I, I wish I could. You, I mean, you could try. I think you should audition for the pick room. Um, I'm shaped too much like a two by four to be in the pick room. Well, there's still time. You can work out every other day. Yeah. When when does when does season sixteen start filming? Yeah, exactly. Um, I will be using the Jinx Happy Holidays, everyone, as a gif. Um, that was funny to end the scene like that mm-hmm. with her making that voice and running to the screen. That was funny. I don't know if that was her or the or the um, writing of it, but that worked. If that was that was definitely like Jinx being Jinx. There is no way they wrote that. Yeah, I don't have that much faith in the in the comedy challenge writers. Well, hell, Santa, this was dumb. Hire me to write a good script, people. Please, please. I feel like you've said that every single time. I do, and it just hasn't happened yet. But you know what? Maybe one day, one day, putting it into existence. All right, are you ready for the runway? Oh, I have opinions. As category. Category is nitty nitty bang bang. And in honor of the runway, we will play knit or not. Jesus Christ. Wow, you hate me. I see how it is. Okay. No, um, it's like I'm like, maybe, maybe this is why 
they're not hiring you to to write the scripts wow but also no you know what i i don't even want to write the scripts i just want to be the i want to be the person in charge of like coming up with like the god-awful puns for the runway literally um i i would love like give me that's the behind the scenes shit that i want i want an episode of behind the scenes where you see because they do the runway i believe twice yeah. one time it's silent one time it's with the, the, with the music yeah um i i really really want to hear some of the ones that don't make the cut and what they have to feed into the um people's ears oh yeah no i want to hear like have you seen like those um those things where they do like music videos without the music and it's just like mm-hmm. the most like ridiculous sounds like that's what i want to see like yep. with this i want to hear them like walking down the runway with squeak, like squeak 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 yeah, yep. that's it. That's what I, that, that would be great. All right, let's start with the Vivian hair by wigs by Brenda LeBeau. Look by Shone. Uh, I hate how amazing this is. Like she has a full on gown that is knit. It looks comfy and sexy with just the right amount of skin she's showing off. The quilting needles in the hair, I think, was a nice touch. I think this was a home run. Oh, this is. I love that. Um, it gives me very much um, the vibe of like um i know there's a name for it but i can't for life of me like know the name but like the like the irish like cable knit sweaters that's always like yeah. with white or gray like it looks like that and she like made it a gown i love the updo with the needles my only complaint and we'll get this later because some of the girls didn't some of them didn't i would have loved to have seen like a wig made out of yarn like an updo like the bulk of the updo is just like a ball yes. of yarn yes like mm-hmm. that would have been it for me but like this this was smart and i was absolutely in love with it don't know if i love the gold shoe with it i wish the shoe were white Mm -hmm. but that's just me being nitpicky would you wear this to a gig in the dead of winter i was gonna say you better say in the dead of winter um (laughs) they did this in the summer i know and when i watched untucked i saw her like immediately peel out of it i'm like yeah she said it was like 34 pounds that's insane. But I would absolutely wear this to the gig. Yeah. Without a doubt. Like, it looks like she's wearing a blanket. I love it. Michelle says she enjoyed her role as it was Faye Dunaway as Joan Crawford with Kim Woodburn and a touch of the Orange Menace and the way she dialed the phone she loved. Ross loved that she didn't direct her co-stars, direct to her co-stars and delivered every line to the back. He says it's so wrong that a heavy knit makes a ball gown and Janixa says her exit was divine. She calls look so magical and wants to crawl up inside of her. I will give this a knit. Oh, absolutely. Strong. Audience. 89% knit, 11% not. Those 11% are so wrong. Mm-hmm. All right. Shea Coulee, look by Ida Yoramozuglu. Headpiece by Tiger Lily Gold. Neck ring collar by Brant McRae. Yarn rings by Dan Polyak. Nails by BB Girl Nails. Uh, this is Undabelli tribe realness. The reference may not be for me, but to under to understand. But she is once again honoring who she is, and for that, brava. Um, the colors are working perfectly together. I would wear that cloak again, comfy and warm. Uh, another strong week for for what Shay wants to do with drag, and I think that's important. Yeah, I I've been loving what Shay's been doing with her drag recently. Like it's been so referential. It's been like so like. Uh, it like Shay just understands like references, but like mm-hmm. not just like you know some girl like referencing like Moschino or like that sort of thing. Like 
the cultural references and like quite literally like for lack of a better term like black girl magic that she's like bringing to such a stage right. such as drag race like it's amazing like i i, I fully have like what like i will say like the category is knit and i feel like you know this doesn't immediately read as like a knit runway Mm-hmm. Like, unless you're, like, looking at it, like, up close and you see, like, you know, the yarn on the rings and, like, you know, the knit in the headpiece and, like, that whole, you know, like, um, dress in the middle. I almost feel like if she had gotten rid of the cloak, it would have read, uh, read more as knit. Um, yeah. But obviously, like, you know, I looked up the reference because, you know, me as a white person, I mm-hmm. did not immediately understand the reference but I knew it was like you know like I said like a very important reference just like I looked it up and like you know the cloak with the dress and like the it's all like part of like the whole thing so I feel like in order for it to be what she wanted to be she had to keep the cloak but like god Shay can do no wrong on the runway and like she is really like she's just bringing it every single week and I feel like more people aren't talking about it which really bothers me yeah, no, it's true. Rue says this outfit will go down in Drag Race history as something so special and so innovative. Michelle says the look is so amazing on so many levels, from her halo effect eyes to the balding of the head. Janexa is gobsmacked, as there aren't enough words for how phenomenal it is. She says she is an actor, actress, and she did amazing. And Ross says her part would freak him out as a performer, as she has to be the voice of reason. He says it wouldn't work if she didn't nail it. Uh, I will give this a nit. Oh, absolutely. A strong nit. The audience, 71% nit, 29% not. Yep. That Yeah, I was, that, I was like, that makes sense. I was like, you know, I was like, like I said, I love the look and you know how I am about like the theming. Yep. Um, But I feel like in this case, the reference is more important than the theming. And I like that the nit is so subtle. Absolutely. All right, Evie Oddly, look by Evie. I love the yellow to orange to brown ombre. This is very sexy and she knows it. I don't know how much I actually care for the neck up, but this is what she does. That was a knitting needle headpiece. I think this might've been a difficult challenge for Evie, but she did something masterful that works for her. I have mixed feelings about this outfit. What I will say, I appreciate that she did like the yarn braids. That was really cool like the jacket i like the pants i don't know how i feel about the head the the headpiece mm-hmm. it looks kind of like a child solar system project gone wrong yes um but i think really like what bothers me about this is that it looks unfinished correct there's i almost wish she like just did the jacket with like a knit bikini underneath like something mm-hmm. like super silly and skimpy under it or she just did like the pants and kind of did like a yarn, like, uh, what are they called? Um, like centaur. Cause I feel like that's kind of like what it gave me. Like on the, it looked like big furry legs. So it looks kind yeah. of like centaur. Like, I feel like that would have been kind of cool, but I feel like it, it looks, it looks unfinished. Like I love the pieces, but I don't love them all together. I agree. Janixa says the way she plays mischievousness is so delightful. She says she is an orbit all on her own. 
Michelle says the look is amazing and her face is so beautiful. This is what she loves about her. And Ross says it's next level Evie oddly. I will give it a nit. I give it a nit because I like the pieces. I just, I'm just, I would, I would have edited it differently, but like this is Evie and this is what she does. So the audience, you're going to be mad. 89% nit, 11% not. I mean, like, no, like I'm not mad at it. I just like higher than Shay. Like, what? It's higher than Shay. Oh, fuck. You're right. Well, okay. Let's be fair. The cult that is uh, drag race will never understand, nor will they appreciate when girls of color make cultural references and like that's what really bothers me about drag race but that is a story for uh this discussion for another day that's true all right jinx monsoon look by zero waste daniel hair by wig chapel there is no denying i will always defend jinx and how can anyone say this is not great it's, you're just evil if you think it's not great for those who knit this is not easy look to construct she has taken old school Hollywood Marlene Dietrich and infused it with a knit gown and a knit shawl. This was exceptional. She's giving you that jinxy ginger and it pairs well with the gold and off-white. I do think it would have been better with a blonde. Yeah. I Okay. I have opinions about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the shawl. Mm-hmm. And I love the idea of the dress. But part of me wishes the knit were tighter. Fair. Um, because I feel like this is the same thing. I'm going to be beating a dead horse here. Um, when we get to some of the other looks, I feel like it doesn't immediately read as knit to me. Sure. I like. I don't know what it is about it. But, like something looks off. Um, like I love the idea. I just don't love like the execution of it. I also think the high neck with the short hair and the way they meet in the middle is a little funky. Um, and I think also just because like, you know, I look at like the way that the, the Vivian was able to pull off such a structured gown with a knit Mm -hmm. that like, when I look at like what Jinx is doing, like, not that I want to compare them. I just feel like the gown like I wish it was like it was like a tighter knit and I feel like that would have like like really done it for me or if like she just like she ditched like the um uh like from like the the breasts up and just had like a strapless dress maybe or like you know yeah I think the top the top part was a little too loose it could have been tighter yeah the, the knitting um, but I, I think it, comparing her to Vivian, Vivian is right off the runway. Jinx is going to a red carpet. Yeah. Different just, styles. Yeah. I just, I know it, it just doesn't, it doesn't read as like knit to me. It just looks like a really chunky fishnet. Yeah. And that's, that's basically what that kind of knit is. Um, my, mom, my mom's made scarves a lot closer together but very similar in that um aspect it was fashionable for a while yeah um ross says that she has the ability in the first word or two to let them know who she is as soon as she opened her mouth with the vocal fry he knew who she was he asked about the vocal fry to devil if it was a character choice she made she nods yes and he says she's fucked up rue says it wasn't a big role but she added so much color and texture and she tells her that she has no idea how much the dress is sparkling on stage and says it's gorgeous 
Janixa said that she told a beautiful story on the runway. She said there was this kind of drama and a total piece of theater. I will give it a knit. I give it a knit, but a very soft knit because I wish it were edited a bit more. Well, another one above Shay. 82% knit, 18% not. Again, another... It's just awful. All right, look. Trinity to Tuck. Look by Jeffrey Kelly and Nutmeg's Mom Jess. Hair by Edward Scissorhands. I am sorry. This is not for me. The hair, it ruined any hope for this look. I think purple is cute, but it's a leopard print for me. Uh, you are a Jersey girl. Are you offended to be associated with leopard print all the time? I feel like people like are... I've never seen you wear leopard print. No, I do wear animal print, but it's funny because I wore leopard print yesterday, actually. <gasps> and it's it's actually hidden within clothes <laughs> that need to be put away. Um, but um, I, I think that the, uh, the leopard print to Jersey pipeline um, definitely tracks. What I will say about this look, I liked the idea and I liked that she tried to match the doll, but I don't know where the leopard print came in with the Terrible. purple. But like, God, would I would have loved to have seen Trinity because it would have been so Trinity to quite literally just have like a like have like a stupidly long scarf and just had it like draped around her body, like barely yeah. in the naughty bits. Like, honestly, if she took this look and scrapped the leopard print underneath it, I think I would have liked it 10 times more. Yeah, I hated the leopard print so much. It It just it didn't feel like it was right for her and i maybe it's me saying this but edward says hands is not necessarily a, a wig designer for white queens yeah i was like i i don't think i like the leopard print i don't know where it, it came in and like i feel like edward scissorhands like specialty is like definitely like ethnic hair yeah, like I don't know how else to say that. Like I've seen him, I've seen him do like the most insane, like like braided updos and like you know like wonderful, very like like you said, you know wigs for you know queens of color. Um, also say the way that he makes synthetic hair, like I don't know if it's how he like cuts it or like how he like styles it, but like I've seen him like make synthetic hair look like human hair. Yep, and it's insane. Um, but also, I don't know why Trinity, to get, like, a bowl cut with leprechaun it, why she would have Edward Scissorhands do that. Yeah, it was it was confusing. Uh, Janixa says she was fun to watch in the challenge. She was dumb, down to get dumb. Ross says the dumb character always works if the actress commits, and she was committed. Michelle says the look is so twisted. She likes the leopard color hair and pairing it with lavender. She says it doesn't make sense, and yet it does and rue calls it fabulous it's a not for me yeah no i mean like i enjoy that it's different for trinity and i like the reference like it was really cute that you know she like tied in like the um you know the doll that, like a fan got her i like the idea i don't know where the leopard print came in and i still hold true the fact that i would have loved to have seen trinity had a very dangerously just wrapped around her naked body yeah Audience, 63% knit, 37% not. Next, we have Monet Exchange, look by Chelsea B. I find this to be youthful and playful and a good interpretation of the challenge. I love that she is in this two-tone knit pattern to make a puffer jacket. 
the panty could have been executed a bit better because uh, it does give shades of a diaper. Um, if you're going to wear a white two-top and drag, bedazzle the shit out of it. But I do also love those pom-poms on the booties. Yeah, again, I absolutely love that Monet is like she like she said she's like she's very much like referencing like you know like mm-hmm. the little girl like on the playground like you know very much like that aesthetic uh which i think was super cute i wish the the white knit crop top were like maybe like a pink color or like it had the same like split tone as like the shorts or something it just looks kind of out of place because there's no other white but like i also love that monet like everyone else is basically like in a gown or like some kind of like dress. Mm-hmm. And I love how like Monet was able to like, take something that typically would be very like pedestrian, not only apply it to the challenge, but like also like make it look runway ready. Absolutely. Ross says that he loved the character and he says he, she nailed every line and didn't miss an opportunity for a laugh. Janixa says that she treated some of the lines like they were Shakespearean asides and thinks she did fantastic. She thinks this look will be copied in the highest end and lowest end. Michelle says the look is so Monet and calls it adorable and something you'd see in Brooklyn. I'll give it a nit. Absolutely. And I couldn't agree with what everyone said more. It's like, you definitely, th- this is definitely all over in Brooklyn and it will be copied all over the place. Mm-hmm. Audience, 88% nit, 12% not. Next up is Jade Essence Hall. Look by Joshua Naponte, hair by Edward Scissorhands. And nails by Kevin Romaine. Uh, this is cute and adorable. She is so impressive on the runway this season. I love her homage to Big Comfy Couch. It wasn't my era of childhood, but I appreciate it. I think the knit cat suit is styled well, even with that booty flap in the back and that knit blanket as a train. I just thought this was brilliant. I absolutely love it. And again, like I said, and like you said, Edward Scissorhands killing a textured hair mm-hmm. for a girl of color um i love the reference i loved the the purple and the reference to big comfy couch i almost wish it was like just the cat suit and like she didn't have like the blanket train fair i feel like i would have like loved to have seen like the the cat or drop the the train at some point exactly like you know i wish we could have seen like more of like the details of the cat suit because like just looking at it and like we know we got to like see it like up close like when they like zoomed in on her and stuff like there was so many like little details like i feel like the you know the the train almost like was too much fair fair it just been the cat suit on zone janixa says she is a good listener as so much of her character is taking in and responding to the elements she says she was so fantastic she fantastic and she says on the runway her face is delicious and she would like to lick it she says she looks divine with a dreamy palette Michelle says she took it and ran with it. She worked off of Scrooge well. She mentions the big comfy couch and she went for it and made a drag. And Brew says whenever you put Afro puffs on either side, it takes her there. It's a knit for me. Absolutely. It's a knit for me. Audience, 93% knit, 7% not. Raja, look by Abraham Levy. Knitted Golden Rope by Blake Danny and Eyewear by Divine Couture. She is playing with drag and knit and it pairs well. I love that the top piece is that stringy yarn that makes the gold texture look radiant. Obviously, the Abraham Levy piece stands out as a statement. Um, And I just love that she's going with red hair instead of gray. Diversity on the runway. I know, it's like Raja's and Raja wearing a wig. (laughs) Right, literally. Um, I don't know. Again, I'm 
gonna say what I've said a few times before. It doesn't immediately read as knit. Mm-hmm. I like that she did, went with a different interpretation of knit. But again, same thing like I said with Jinx. I feel like it were edited differently because there's so much going on. And like mm-hmm. you said, I feel like the like the galactic like pieces, like the collar and the eyewear and the armbands and like the boot covers, I feel like those are taking focus. And it kind of looks like two separate things. Like I feel like if you like took the knit dress off and put like, you know, an Abraham Levy corset on it, it would look like a completely different look. It kind of just looked like she just like threw the knit dress on like with all the that's fair own pieces. So I feel like you know, like I wish like the, if those like gold comb pieces had like, you know, if they were like knit instead of it being like the gold chrome or like there was like some way to like mesh the two worlds. Again, I feel like I like pieces of it, but I don't like it all together. The kind That's of fair. With Evie. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's futuristic Raza. She's here to make it clear that she's still in the competition. Um, Rue says the outfit is to die for. Ross says this is what a superstar wears on stage. Janixa says she is beaming and she is on fire and transcendent. She says she was playing to the audience. And Michelle says her character was hilarious and loved her uh, uh, moments as they were very John Waters level. I'm going to give this a nit. Yeah, I give it a nit. I was like, I really can't complain. I was like, I'm just being nitpicky. Aha, pun intended. Um, audience, 91% nit, 9% not. Queens come back to the stage and Rue flubs her lines. And if you've ever been on a podcast with me, listeners, that's me doing my intro and outro and fucking up multiple times. Uh, yeah, I am swore I have had a stroke on this podcast before. Sometimes I'm like, what did I just say? Do I really smell burnt toast? Am I dying? Um, I yeah, that. I'm fully gagged. You got the intro right the first time today. I know, right? Crazy. Um, the song that the top two will be doing we're gonna get to but the top two all-stars the vivian raja do you agree the vivian absolutely raja i don't know i feel like like i said the girls that did well it was very hard to to pick like who did the best yeah um do i think raja was like definitely in the top yes do i think she was the best out of everyone that i don't know but i think also just like the vivian fucking demolished it so like everyone else was kind of just there yeah i feel like the only other person i would have considered putting there would have been jinx yeah yep um but i feel like we've played that game too much this season i don't think um we would have three more episodes for challenges and be like, well, there's something different going to happen. But yeah, I, I think, I think this was the right choice for diversity's sake. Yeah. And also I feel like regardless, I don't know. I think they just like, they loved everything Raja did. It was so Raja. So I think right. like that's, like why they gave it to her they're like like yeah like jinx did good in the challenge but like they knew jinx was going to do good in the challenge like raja really like took like the goth girl and like made it her own whereas jinx yeah. made it a character absolutely all right the song super freak rick james i'm shocked it's taking this long to get on the show yeah i feel like that was like a lot of the lip sync song for this season 
Yeah. Like some, like, okay, hold on, let me rephrase that. Some have been really good and some of them have been there. Questionable. Yeah. Um, I love just always every week seeing what the queens are going to put on for the lip syncs because do they just bring eight to ten different looks for lip syncs? What is going on here? How much baggage do they bring? Well, Trinity Trinity actually um, tweeted about this recently that she was like towards the end of the season um, they were all like running out of stuff to wear. Um, but like I believe they are probably told to like you know bring you know, things like lips again, but yeah. I think it's really funny because like, you can tell like which Queens think they did well based on like who changes and who doesn't. Yeah. Um, but I think also <laughs> like some of the outfits are really funny because they're just like throwing like whatever on. And I especially love when you see like outfits being like recycled from things or like pieces being recycled from things. Um, like seeing Jada wear that, was it last week? I think it was last week. Um, that like race car, like bodysuit that she wore, like for the entirety of the um, the her drive and drag residency, mm-hmm. and seeing without a breastplate was a sin. But that's yeah. besides the point. Well, I mean, speaking of obviously this week, this was everyone's version of what a super freak is. Um, the Vivian, I guess, was going kinky for hers, and I was that the same ball gag, or did she have a second ball gag in her uh, suitcase? she was wearing as a necklace i thought the other one was blue to match the look maybe she brought multiple i don't know honestly Um, i wouldn't be surprised if she did but now i need to look and see (laughs) um raja is just an actual super freak so this one was her it it was like if there was an adult little miss sunshine pageant raja would have performed this this is what she would have done um I don't know. This is my conspiracy. I don't know if the Vivian wanted to win, um, but she did wet herself at the back of the stage because she didn't want Raja to fall and break her hip. Um, but speaking of falling, the Viv did. She fumbled that little trick of hers. I mean, listen, it would not be a season of Drag Race if someone did not eat shit during a lip sync. It's true. Uh, overall, meh lip sync. Not great. Ugh, it's I mean, not a good you- lip sync song. Yeah, but were you, were you really expecting a stellar lip sync out of these two? Maybe the Vivian, but Raja, no, never. Uh, that's fair. I was going to say, I was like, yeah, I was like, Vivian, yeah, Raja, not so much. Well, Rue is going to pick Raja as the winner. Do you agree? <sighs> I guess, I guess after the fumble, yeah. You, you, you gotta you gotta get no, doesn't fall yeah no recovering there uh it's now time to pick a block raja is going to say it's her time jada is finally going to get blocked was this the right move like i said unless they know like what the the challenge is like the following week like how are you going to pick who to block like she's gonna, there like, i mean at this point in time you have to start doing the math of the history of drag race of okay these challenges have been done what could possibly be next um it's not going to be a design challenge yeah it's the garden snatch game it could be a makeover it could be a ball or not a ball a, a roast um it could be a branding challenge so that's what you have to base it on. Based on that, I don't know if uh, if Roger made the right decision picking Jada. 
But if their strategy of what Jada said is not what they all will believe, yeah, then you pick Jada because she's doing very well in the lead. Well, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, there's two sides to this. Like, you know, Jada has been blocked, so you pick Jada. So like that, I agree. But like, if you're looking at like, you know, if it's a branding challenge, I think they could all do well the branding challenge. Mm -hmm. If it's a makeover challenge, like obviously there are certain girls that would do better than others. But like, if it's any sort of comedy challenge, like, you know, absolutely you want to block Jinx. Right. You know, or like, you know, so without knowing like what the challenge is, I guess it really just comes down to is like, you know, Jada has been blocked and you want to make sure that, you know, even though she's, you know, in the lead, she can't, she can't go any further. Right. You know? So I guess like, it really depends on like how you look at it. Like without knowing what the challenge is, like. That's true. It's definitely true. Well, I got some burning questions for you. Are you ready? Oh, ready as always. The rest of the game is strategy. Who is going to be ready to play and who's just going to finish out the season and just get their paycheck and go? Oh, God. I mean, I feel like they've been sleeping on Shay. Yes. It's awful. Um, I feel like they've been sleeping on Monet, mm-hmm. which is also awful. Yeah, I think Monet is going to be guns ablazing at this point. She has to be. There's no. She has no other choice. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've very much enjoyed seeing the earlier queens. Like I've loved seeing like Jinx again. I've loved seeing Raja again. Um, Evie took her drag race money and said, "Here you go. I can give you fashion." Yeah. Um, but like I don't know. I feel like you know anyone like. None of the queens are really making the conscious decision to just, you know, get their paycheck and leave. Like, yeah. I feel like there's just, like, some queens that, like, they're just, like, pounding the pavement and, like, everyone's just, like, turning, like, a blind eye to them. Absolutely. All right, next week, Gen Z is getting their moment. It's a TikTok challenge. Um, what would Spectre do? For a TikTok challenge? Mm-hmm. Are you even on TikTok? I am on TikTok. I don't really use it a whole lot anymore. I kind of just like use it. It's just like a, a distraction. I do want to like start posting more like TikTok shit because to be honest, like that is the new social media and that's where everyone finds you. Yeah. Um, but I just wish I had more time for social media in general. But anyway, um, I don't know what Spectre would do for a TikTok challenge, but I will say, I think it's going to be very interesting to see some of these girls conquer tiktok and tiktok challenge it's the raja that's the one that's gonna be funny oh i think there's a lot of them are gonna be (laughs) so confused as to what's going on yeah after eight episodes the winner of the season is fuck literally i don't know because at this point it could be anyone Mm -hmm. i still i firmly believe it could be anyone at this point so diplomatic there so diplomatic that's not even me being diplomatic that's just me being like i have no fucking idea because like if you asked me like a few episodes ago i would have had a better answer but like now i'm kind of like like after seeing like evie go from like quite literally like last place to like being a contender i'm like anything can happen literally anything can happen that's fair i i still think it's jinxes to lose what do you mean jinxes to lose She's doing very well. She, no matter what, she's in the lead with with wins, and 
getting blocked. She is the threat to all of them. Yeah, and I think also, like, uh, the other part of it is, is, like, I wonder, like, you know, if it came down to, like, having to do, like, a tiebreaker or something, if, you know, they're going to take into consideration, like, oh, well, you know, this person would have had more stars if they hadn't been blocked. That's fair. Yeah, it's going to be interesting if that is the case, because I think mathematically it might end up being that way. But, I mean, again, from the reason I keep going back to Jinx is if you're doing a lip sync SmackDown, who is a better lip syncer than Jinx Monsoon? She's so good. She's yeah. so good. She's just funny. She's brilliant. All right. Well, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Oh, well, as always, you can find me on social media, Venmo, and Twitter at the Spectra Electra. Um, I've been slacking with social media recently because I have just been working my ass off and performing all over the tri-state area. Um, but with that being said, um, my next large project is I'm hoping for the return of uh, Spectra's 31 Days of Halloween in some way, shape, um, as you will be seeing. Um, I mean, listen, there is there is only so many times a year that a drag queen should be booked and blessed. Um, those include Pride, mm-hmm. Christmas, and Halloween. Um, so I will be serving not only uh, new Halloween looks, but I'm hoping that all of these looks will also then have um, a performance component to them as well. Um, so I will be making performances to go along with all these new characters I'm creating, which I'm super excited about. Um, but you know, I'm like Spectre doing Halloween, like shocking. groundbreaking, groundbreaking, but Hey, it's, it's what I do and it's what I enjoy. So, you know, it's like me doing Halloween shit and, you know, living up to my look queen reputation, um, is nothing but groundbreaking um but yeah it's like as always you know thought and bopping around the tri-state area and you know always if all else fails i am on the social medias there it is well thank you so much for being here as always we got what 100 more drag races coming up in the next month or two you'll be back soon yeah i'm like how many more seasons how many more episodes like <laughs> I- at this point, I'm like, which franchise are we covering? What episode do you need to watch? Are we including Untucked? And how harshly am I going to read the girls for not adhering to the runway theme? There it is. Can't wait for you to do it again. Uh, as always, thank you for having me. It's wonderful. A huge thanks to Spectra for coming on. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash block talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.